power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Somebody say the Holy Communion. I'll spend a very short time um, teaching you something about the Holy Communion and then we will practicalize it. And then after that, Pastor Della, you lead us in a time of worship and we close. Alright? Okay. Today, I want to speak to you on why you must take the Holy Communion seriously. Amen. A lot of us have come to see it as a routine, as a ritual, as a religious activity. Amen? Something that we do from time to time. But if you ask me to name the top five most powerful things God gives to us as Christians, definitely the Holy Communion will be one of them. It is one of the most misunderstood and most underestimated things most underestimated legacies that god gave to the body of christ hallelujah and in fact if we want to teach on the holy communion we can have a whole conference on it for one week today i'm just going to open your eyes to a a, a very little aspect of it a very small aspect of the holy communion hallelujah and you see, revelation brings out the power in the spiritual things that we do. When you don't have revelation of it, if you don't have understanding of it, you are limited in how much of the power in the thing um, that is made available unto you. That is how the realm of the spirit works. The more you understand the thing, the more revelation you have about it, the more you see it in your life. The greater or the deeper your revelation about healing, the more you see healings in your life. The greater the revelation you have about prosperity, the more prosperity you see in your life. Hallelujah. And today, I'm trusting God to give you a deeper understanding and another dimension of revelation where the subject of the Holy Communion is concerned. Amen. You see, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, Paul talks about the Holy Communion and he was speaking to the church at Corinth and he was rebuking them about certain things. Because I don't want to spend too much time, I won't project a lot of the scriptures. You know these scriptures already. You can go and go and read them. He was rebuking them about certain things as far as the communion is concerned. You know, there is this misconception or misunderstanding of the portion of scripture that talks about people taking the communion unworthily. Taking the communion unworthily. Where the Bible says you should examine yourself, etc. before you take it. There are people who shy away from taking the Holy Communion because they feel they probably sinned or there is a a general misunderstanding of that taking it unworthily. Today I want to explain to you what it means to take the communion unworthily. Hallelujah. You see, when you you sin, I think that is when you even need the communion. Amen? That is when you need the communion. Let's assume it is even 
talking about sin. You see, in the new covenant, the new covenant is not like the old covenant where when you sin and they use the blood of a lamb or the blood of a dove, they'll tell you you'll be clean in three days or you'll be clean in five days or you'll be clean in seven days. With the blood of Jesus, it is, it is not like the cheap omo that you need to wash five times before it cleanses your clothes. This one is original. Somebody say the original. And it is one touch. Say it is one touch. That means the moment you repent of the sin and you confess instantaneously, you are forgiven of it. Hallelujah. So let's even assume the unworthily was talking about a sin. That means all you need is to repent of the sin and just speak to God and you will be forgiven. Amen. But when we talk about taking the communion unworthily, he was referring to certain things the people in the church of Corinth were doing. You see, the book of First Corinthians, and to an extent, the Second Corinthians, were corrective books. Say corrective. I'm not making it. I, I, it's not like I want to say collective, and I'm saying corrective. They are corrective. It was meant to correct certain things in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Yeah, so there were a lot of issues with the church at Corinth and Paul had to write letters to them to correct those things. And one of them was that the attitude with which they took the Holy Communion was wrong. Some people saw the Communion Day as a party day. People come with their empty stomachs and they come and put their last hunger on the Communion. And mind you, the communion they were taking is not the round, round thing that we were doing. I've told you several times that that one is just a representative. Amen? They were eating proper food. Because on the day of the Lord's Supper, it was proper food that they ate. It was proper supper. You will not take that small wafer and drink that small thing and it is supper for you. Why? You want to die early on? It was proper food that they were eating. So people came with a very wrong attitude, like they are coming to eat. Some even brought, and, and, and the way they did it, it was like they brought food together. People brought, you know, to provide and sanctify it, and then we eat it. Some people even brought alcohol and came to drink and got drunk. The wine, people brought, <laughs> and they got drunk. And that was what Paul was correcting, that some people drink it unworthily. Hallelujah. The attitude with which they come for the communion is wrong. You see, just like how in, in, in modern day Christianity, some people when they are fasting, they say they are taking communion. And the idea behind taking the communion is to fill the hunger gap. Some of you are laughing because you know you are guilty. Oh, say we are fasting and one o'clock when you are very hungry, say I'm taking communion. And you go and cut huge bread. Tea bread, butter bread. You say you are taking the Lord's body and his blood. Wrong attitude. Somebody say wrong attitude. Yeah, that is what is meant by taking it unworthily. Amen. And Paul warned that it comes with consequences. Hmm? And some of the consequences are serious. He talks about the fact that because of that, some are sick amongst you. 
and even talks about the fact that some die prematurely some die prematurely so our attitude towards the holy communion must be right it must be serious it must be reverent hallelujah it must be reverent you see you need to understand that in the spirit what you are taking is the body of christ and the blood of christ we are not talking about the symbol in the spirit say in the spirit and i'm using in the spirit because some people may take it too far and uh, what do you call it you know they'll literally be worshiping it that this one is, is jesus christ this one is a that's what i say in the spirit i want you to enter your spirit that is in the spirit say in the spirit hallelujah so when you take that thing in the spirit you are taking the body of christ and you are taking the blood of christ hallelujah and today i want to show you an angle to the whole idea of taking the holy communion that you probably didn't know and as this knowledge and this revelation is added to you may the power in the holy communion that you take be stronger and may you see more effects and more results in the name of Jesus hallelujah you see in the Bible there's something we call the covenant of meals see the covenant of meals and what is this covenant of meals you realize to a very large extent throughout the Bible that covenants were sealed with meals and covenants were activated with meals Hallelujah. Let me give you a few examples. Let's read Genesis chapter 31. Let's start reading from verse 51. You can give me NLT for that one. Genesis chapter 31. This one was Jacob and his father-in-law. They were having a feud. Like the father-in-law was looking for him to kill. It was bad. Their relationship was very terrible. And they came to a, a truce. Like, okay, let's talk. He said... See this pile of stones, Laban continued, and see this monument I have set between us. So they were establishing a covenant of peace. He said, they stand between us as witnesses of our vows. So they had vowed that, look, we'll not be at each other's necks again. We won't fight again. Everybody should just live in peace. Your people are my people, etc. He said, they stand between us as witnesses of our vows. I will never pass this pile of stones to harm you. And you must never pass these stones or this what is a monument to harm me next verse he said i call on the god of our ancestors the god of your grandfather abraham and the god of my grandfather nahor to serve as a judge between us so jacob took an oath before the fearsome god of his father isaac to respect the boundary line hallelujah next verse he said then jacob offered a sacrifice to god there on the mountain and invited everyone toward a covenant feast after they had eaten they spent the night on the mountain hallelujah so meals were meant to seal covenants and they were also meant to activate covenants hallelujah let me give you another example. Exodus chapter 24. Let's read from verse 1. Exodus chapter 24. Let's read from verse 1. This one was a covenant meal between God and the elders of Israel. 
between God and the elders of Israel. He said, Then the Lord instructed Moses, Come up here to me and bring along Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and 70 of Israel's elders. All of you must worship from a distance. Next. Only Moses is allowed to come near the Lord. The others must not come near and none of their people are allowed to climb up the mountain with him. Next. Then Moses went down to the people and repeated all the instructions and regulations the Lord had given him. All the people answered with one voice, we will do everything the Lord has commanded. Next verse. Then Moses carefully wrote down all the Lord's instructions. Early the next morning, Moses got up and built an altar on the foot of the mountain. He also set up 12 pillars, one for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. That means some serious stuff was about to happen. Next, then he sent some of the young Israelite men to present burnt offerings and to sacrifice bulls as peace offerings to the Lord. You see, at this point in time, God wasn't too happy with them, etc. Something had to be done. Something serious had to be done. Moses drained half the blood from these animals into basins. The other half he splattered against the altar. Next. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it aloud to the people. Again, they all responded, we will do everything the Lord has commanded. We will obey. Will you obey what the Lord has commanded? All right. Then Moses took the blood from the basins and splattered it over the people, declaring, Look, this blood confirms the covenant the Lord has made with you in giving you these instructions. Next verse. Then Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and the 70 elders of Israel climbed up the mountain again. Verse 10. There they saw God, the God of Israel, under his feet, there seemed to be a sacrifice of brilliant blue lapis lazuli as clear as the sky itself next verse and though these nobles of israel gazed upon god he did not destroy them in fact they ate a what covenant meal eating and drinking where in his presence hallelujah so here too you see another example of a meal sealing a covenant. A meal sealing a covenant. And you see, meals don't only seal covenants, they also activate covenants. God had a covenant with Abraham. Promised him he was going to be a father of many nations. Out of his loins, many nations will be blessed, etc. And it seemed like the thing was delaying, the thing was delaying, the thing was delaying until God himself came down and Abraham had the discernment to see that this visitor or these people that have come they are not ordinary people and he quickly instructed his wife prepare a meal and it was after the meal was eaten that the covenant that seemed to be delaying a covenant or a prophecy that seemed not to be coming to pass. A covenant that was giving them anxiety. On that day when they had that meal with the Lord, the breakthrough came. Hallelujah. I pray in the name of Jesus that you have a certain understanding of this thing called the Holy Communion. Hallelujah. I can give you many other examples, but I'll come to this subject later. 
So this one about Abraham and, and Sarah is found in Genesis chapter 16 from verse 6 to 8. So when you go back, you can read that one later. Now, the people of Israel, they had been in bondage for 430 years. In fact, according to the prophecy God gave to Abraham, they were supposed to be in bondage for how many years? 400 years. That means the thing had delayed by 30 years. Until a particular night. Say a particular night. I'm talking about the night of the Passover. Where God instructed them that kill a lamb that is without spot and without blemish. And apply its blood to the doorposts and the lintel of your houses. Because on that day or that night, a destroyer was going to come to pass amongst the people. And when he sees the blood, he will pass over. And he instructed them to have a meal. Somebody say a meal. What has come to be known as the Passover meal. He instructed them to have a meal that night. It was after the taking of that meal that that prophecy that had delayed by 30 years, that covenant that God had with Abraham was now activated. The destroyer went through the land and the people of Israel that same night, somebody said that same night, were liberated from their bondages. I pray that tonight as you take the Holy Communion, anything that has delayed in your life, any spoken word, any prophetic word, any declaration that has been made over your life that is yet to be activated, as you take this holy meal tonight, let there be an activation in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. And are you aware that what we've come to know as the Lord's Supper was actually an enactment of the Passover. It was that night they were commemorating the Passover. That was when Jesus Christ made them prepare that meal to eat that thing, to eat um, 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 that particular meal. And he gave a certain instruction. He said, you see, these meal covenants were sporadic. They happened once in a while. But Jesus Christ came to give us the chance to activate it at will. He said, that do this in remembrance of me. He said, as long as you do it, you are remembering my death. So that means now, it's not like a sporadic thing again. By his death and his resurrection, he has put this power in our hands to activate it at any time. That when you go into a meal with the Lord, and I want you to understand that when we are talking about the Holy Communion, you are actually dining with God. Whenever you take the Holy Communion, even if it takes 10 seconds, imagine it as you going for a lunch with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, sitting with God himself, sitting with Jesus Christ himself and having a meal. There is something about having a meal with God. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens me, I will come in and what? Dine with him and he with me. There are a lot of things God can do with you when he comes into your house. But he spoke specifically about dining with you because there is something about dining with the Lord. There is something about having a meal with the Lord. There is something about sitting face to face with God and having a meal. Nobody sits with God to have a meal and will not live with a certain deposit in their lives. Zacchaeus, he invited Jesus Christ into his house and his life was never the same again. 
That means anytime you take the Holy Communion, anytime you sit and have a lunch appointment, a dinner appointment, a breakfast appointment with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, he lives with the deposit of a blessing. He lives by activating a certain covenant. He lives by activating a certain blessing. And after tonight, I pray that by this revelation, anytime you take the Holy Communion, let a certain prophetic word be activated. Let a certain covenant be activated. Let a certain blessing be activated. When you are taking a communion, it's not, it's not something you are just showing. You are dining with the Lord. I heard one of my man of God saying, he was taking communion, personal communion at home. And he just felt the presence of God so much. And when he lifted up his hands like this, he could literally touch a robe. Literally touch a robe. God was there. God was there dining with him. You may be in the midst of many people, but as you take the communion, you are dining with God. Just imagine sitting with him at Kempinski Hotel or any of these top restaurants and you are dining with God. You will not dine with God and go back the same. You cannot. Look at the effect on the people of Israel. That same night, liberation came. Something they have been crying for for 400 years and over. One night of a covenant meal with God. And it was done. And it wasn't even just that. It came with certain additions. One of them was that a spirit of favor came upon them. The Bible said they went to the people of Egypt and took from them their gold, their silver. How, how can somebody, a slave, just walk into your house and say, give me your gold, give me your silver, and you just go and plunder your whole house and give to a slave? It must be a certain spirit of favor. And tonight, as you take the Holy Communion, why you need favor in your life, may it be activated in the name of Jesus. Why you need a certain grace in your life, may it be activated in the name of Jesus. Where you need a certain door to be open in your life, let it be activated in the name of Jesus. If you believe that it's your portion, shout amen. That thing is not an ordinary meal. You are dining with God. You are sitting face to face with God. You are hosting the presence of God. Activation of covenant. And you see, the interesting thing that happened that day too is that the Bible said on that day, God brought judgments upon the gods of Egypt. I don't know where you are coming from. I don't know what covenants have been made on your behalf. But tonight, as you take that holy communion, may judgment be brought to those policing any covenants that are running through your families, any covenants that are running through your bloodline, any diseases, any sicknesses, any misfortunes, May they be broken in the name of Jesus. It is no ordinary meal. That is why we must approach it reverently. It may seem like a simple thing. Oh, a small piece of bread. A little cup of wine that I'm taking. But the spiritual implications are deeper than that. They are deeper than that. deeper than that. It's audience with God himself. Audience with Jesus Christ himself. Sitting at the table with Jesus and dining. That is why the Holy Communion has produced miracles. 
That is the reason why it has produced healings. That is why it has brought breakthroughs. Tonight, just as that meal brought protection to the people of Israel from every destroyer, you will receive protection from any distraction in this month of April in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. There is a reason why we take communion at the beginning of every month. Even Jesus took communion before he went to face his tribulation. I believe it was part of the reason he had the strength to go through the ups and the downs that were associated with that particular night. And tonight as you take the Holy Communion, anything that is ahead of you in the month of April, any tribulation that is ahead of you in the month of April, any temptation that is ahead of you in the month of April, as you take the body of Christ, as you drink the blood of Jesus, receive strength to overcome in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. It is no ordinary cup. It is no ordinary bread. When you take it, you activate covenants. I don't know what covenants are in your bloodline. And I'm talking about the positive covenants. Because I don't believe in there being just negative things in your bloodline. Some of you, there are positive covenants. There are blessings that people have spoken upon your, your grandparents, even upon you. Tonight, every God bless you that anybody has said to you. As you take this covenant, as you take this communion, may it be activated in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Even if it was water you gave to the person, the person said, God bless you. Even if it was a patient you took care of and the person said, God bless you, it may still be hanging in the air. But as you take this bread and as you take this wine, let there be an activation of that blessing. of you there's wealth in your bloodline but you are not seeing it today by this understanding and by this revelation as you take the bread and take the wine may that covenant be activated in the mighty name of jesus every prophetic word that has been spoken over your life that is delayed just like how the people of israel had their prophetic word delayed by 30 days and it took a simple meal a simple seemingly simple meal one night one night that covenant was activated and they were brought out of their bondage anything that represents a bondage maybe it is sickness maybe it is health as you take this communion tonight let everything that has delayed in your life be activated in the name of jesus if you believe that is your portion shout amen I see God giving many people testimonies from tonight. By the mere fact of the revelation you have received. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The son of the living God. Wherever you are, begin to pray right now. Begin to pray right now. I need some backers quickly. Tonight is a night of activation of covenant. Activation of prophecy. Activation of prophetic word. Activation of promises that have delayed. 
Tonight, I want you to take this communion with a different understanding. That even in a few seconds, that you take this bread and take this wine. You are hosting the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. You are dining with the King of Kings and the Lord Amen. of Lords. Amen. And don't let him go without touching his, the, the hem of his garment. There is a deposit in there for you. There is something he needs to deposit in your life. Why do you think Psalm 23 says, Thou prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And then the very next verse. He said thou anointed my head with oil. And my cup runneth over. That is the consequence. Of dining with the Lord. Abraham's life was ordinary. Until he met a man called Melchizedek. Who I believe is a representation of Jesus. And after that communion encounter in Genesis chapter 14, by Genesis chapter 15 verse 1, they said Abraham had a vision. There is something about dining with God that gives you access into the realm of the supernatural. Yes, when Jesus resurrected after he had died, two men met him on, the, on his way to Emmaus. At first they couldn't recognize him. But we are told later that after he broke bread and gave it to them, their eyes opened and they saw that it was Jesus. Tonight, as you dine with the Lord, as you host Jesus, may a certain portal into the realm of the supernatural be opened unto you. May, 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 may a certain table be laid before you yes, in the presence of your enemies. May your head be anointed with fresh oil. Yes, and may your cup begin to run over. Jesus. May somebody walk into the grace of the overflow tonight. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ Amen. of Nazareth. Amen. And the one significant thing the Lord told me before I came tonight. Is that as we take this communion as a church. He has given us a word. He has given us a prophecy. He has a covenant with us. That he will give us a place of our own. Amen. And as we Hallelujah. take by this revelation tonight. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. As we with one accord take this communion tonight. Jesus. And we dine with God. Yes, Lord. We are declaring that that covenant. Which Amen. many things are delaying. Like Jesus. how it happened with the people of Israel. Jesus. Tonight as we take this Jesus. communion. Let that prophecy be activated. Amen. Let that promise be activated. Amen. Let that covenant be activated. Amen. If you agree with me, shout Amen. Amen. We declare in the name of Jesus. Amen. That these elements are not ordinary. Amen. That in the spirit. It is the body of Christ. Amen. It is the blood of Jesus. Amen. We strip it of anything natural. Jesus. And we declare that these are supernatural elements. Amen. Conduits into the realm of the spirit. Jesus, and tonight we declare that testimonies are coming. We declare that negative cycles are ending. Amen. We declare that prophecies and promises God has made to people will be activated. Amen. Even as they host Amen. the King of Kings Amen. and the Lord of Lords. Amen.
in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shall we have presiding elders just come? Make sure you take it from my hand. And don't take it yet. Can we have the, the song in the background? Adonai. Rekatos alahabada kapandalahatosada. Extra. I want you to take yours first. Later we'll open it up for the extras. From for the rising, from the rising of the sun to the setting of the sun. Your name is to be hallowed.
shadow you won't light up Mountain you won't climb up Coming after me I believe that taking of the communion is also a way of rededicating no, your life to Christ Coming after me, oh, no shadow you won't light up, come on, mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. No one, as you sing this song, just remember the mercies of God. Just remember the mercies of God. The number of times you have messed up, coming after me, and God has taken you back every single time. No shadow you won't light up. on the night that he was betrayed he took the bread and after he had given thanks he broke it and he said this is my body that is broken for you he said do this in remembrance of me 
The word remembrance there actually means reactivated. And tonight as you take this bread, you are reactivating the power in the death and the resurrection of Jesus. You can go ahead and take the body. this is my body that is broken for you his body has already been broken that is why cancer cannot break your body that is why sicknesses cannot break your body and as you take his body tonight let anything that represents sickness let every power that represents sickness be neutralized in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and the Bible says after the same manner he took the cup and after he had given thanks, he said, this is a new covenant, the covenant in my blood that is shed for you. He said, do this in remembrance of me. As you drink this cup tonight, you are activating whatever power is in the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we are declaring in the name of Jesus that as we complete this meal by the drinking of this wine, we declare that covenants are activated. We declare that prophecies are activated. We declare that promises are activated. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And tonight, as we activate the covenant of the law, we declare that any negative covenant is neutralized. Any negative covenant is ended. Anywhere your name has been mentioned and anything that has been done, on your behalf by this revelation tonight we declare that it ends anything representing bondage anything representing negativity as you complete this meal with the Lord tonight we declare that it comes to an end take the blood and Father tonight we declare that covenants are sealed Covenants with you are sealed. Promises with you are sealed. Prophecies are sealed. We declare that negative cycles are coming to an end tonight in the name of Jesus. Just as on the night of the Passover, a negative cycle of bondage came to an end in the lives of the people of Israel. We declare that tonight as we commemorate your death, let every negative cycle come to an end. Cycles of suffering, cycles of pain, cycles of misfortune, cycles of delay. We declare in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that an end has come. Lift up your voice and pray for one minute. Seal this covenant tonight. Seal the activation of this covenant tonight. This is a very serious thing we are doing tonight. If I were you, I'll pray like a man. There is nothing like operating with revelation. Seal it with your prayer tonight. Don't look at anybody. 
it is a time between you and the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. As you have hosted the Lord tonight, make sure you don't let him go without touching the hem of his garment. Place your petition before him now. Place that petition before him now. The Lord, I will not let you go unless you touch me, unless you bless me, unless you change the story, unless you change this narrative. Lift up your voice and pray. And I hear the spirit of the Lord say, Change is coming. 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 Lift up your voice and pray. Change is coming. That situation is changing. That situation is turning around. Melo katolo mo sandala bara 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 bara. Ile mano no 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 mo sikala bara bara. Rebele mo katolo mo she. Blessed be the Lord who reigns forevermore. Hallelujah. Oh, isn't it a privilege to host Hallelujah. the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? See, blessed be my God who reigns forevermore. Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be the Lord. Say yes.
to give to somebody you can come to
justice. You're a faithful God, so awesome is your name. You do mighty things. You do glorious things. You are a faith, faithful God, so awesome is your name. If you believe in sing, you do mighty. Yes, you do. As we have prayed you over it, it must go. So come for it. We must finish everything. Opportunities. 
when everything says no you said yes you said yes that's impossible Tonight, say, when the world said no, you made a way. I don't care what the doctors have said, you made. Whose reports do I believe? I believe yours. You are known to make a way in the desert place. Flow in the middle of the desert. You, you will give me all I need, oh God. And we're standing here because you want to hear them. And we're standing. Testimonies for you to believe. Say you. When it seems all hope was lost, you God. We tried all we could, and now we are tied to you, Lord. And we're standing, say. information reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our facebook page the overflow worship center stay blessed overflow overflow